What does it do? He's dead. Dad is Fasha. Oh, he's dead. Oh, his father. Hello, and welcome to episode six of Welcome to Fatherhood, a podcast exploring all things about being a dad. I'm Ryan, the world's proudest dad. And I'm Austin, the world's slyest dad. Oh, you sly guy? Oh, I'm a sly guy. I think. And let me tell you why. I think I know I'm why. Sly. <laughs> Let's get on this rhyming scheme, Dr. Suits. Um, yeah, so the reason I'm sly is because I'm drinking right now a <clears throat> Stone Delicious IPA. Mm-hmm. It's like a nice little, uh, says it's a citrusy IPA with lemon drop and Eldorado hops, 7.7. Ooh, it's not your everyday IPA. Which is but also a really good IPA that they make. Yeah, that is. <laughs> that, that was a good pun right there. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, what, what are you drinking, Ryan? Um, I'm also drinking a Stone Delicious IPA. Huh. And it's also 7.7. Oh, that's not your everyday IPA either. It is not. And I think, uh, I think it kind of ties into why you're the slyest, huh? And that's right. So for those of you who don't know, which is absolutely everybody listening to this podcast, um, uh, Ryan hit me up just the other day. Um, he finished work and he hit me up saying, hey, dude, I'm making a run to Trader Joe's. Do you need anything? And it was really clutch. Thank you for that, by the way, because uh, we had a few like odds and end things that kind of were keeping us um, from making a complete meal. But, uh, like, we could have made meals. They just wouldn't have been that, like, you know, like, good. <laughs> baby baby broccoli, which I didn't even know was a thing. Well, you should because you're a dad now. I so <laughs> so I'm happy I could introduce you to that. Okay, all dads, there's a thing called baby broccoli. Your babies aren't going to love it because they shouldn't be <laughs> eating that yet if they're um, – Prior to what, five months, six months old? Yeah, what somewhere. Is that? What's the cutoff? Somewhere around uh, there, right? It was four, four to six. Four for Silas, and now they say six, but I don't. Whenever they but, really. I wouldn't do it earlier than four. Yeah. So, baby broccoli, let's say six month old child will love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, one of the things that uh, I asked Ryan to get that I was short on that I needed to make sure I had for this podcast is beer. And mm-hmm. I had Ryan surprise me with two six-packs of IPA, <laughs> um, to which I still need to pay you back. Uh, you have to send me the balance because I'm going to Venmo you for that run. Thank you, by the way. Um, Maybe. But you better, or it's just you're gonna get <laughs> you're gonna get a random number. It was free. Sent to I, your Venmo. <laughs> they were just handing them out. No, it doesn't. It's not. I can't be sly if I can't pull this off. So maybe I should have held off on my title for another podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I told Ryan I need a six pack, and then I told him actually I need two six packs, and he gave me a variety. 
to which I mix and matched uh, a couple beers between both six packs. And one of those six packs was actually for him. Um, little did I know, Ryan already got himself a six pack. Of course. <laughs> like he should, right? I should have known better. Um, so then we got to switch up. So we each had three types of beer, and Ryan had a 12 pack and I had a six pack. Yeah. Worked so, out perfectly. So we both randomly picked out the same beer, which I'm not surprised. Of course, yeah. So when you when you held it up, we fa- we're facetiming right now because of the uh, coronavirus deal. Mm. So um, yeah, he Sucks. showed me the uh, what he's drinking, and uh, <laughs> I was drinking the same thing. So pretty sly. That's what fatherhood's about. Yeah, man. <laughs> and uh, I am uh, the proudest dad. Yeah, tell me why. It's a short story. But it it made me proud, dude. It was it melted my heart. Yes, or, uh, last night we uh, put the boys down, and Silas went into his room a little bit before we put him down, mm. and he he's just been on like a little reading kick. He likes to just sit in his room or sit out in the family room and kind of thumb through whatever whatever what? book. What? Yeah, and he's just looking through it and little scholar. Yeah, and he. He was in his room, and I hear him say, I want to read my Bible. (laughs) And I was like, oh. Yeah, Yeah, it's this little, like, Bible book with, like, lift the flap things, and it's very... Oh, dude. I'm sure it's very, like, theologically accurate. (laughs) No, but it's it's super super cool, man. It was a... Even though I don't think he doesn't really know what he's saying uh yeah i thought it was really cute and hopefully a trend for yeah. the rest of his life so it's pretty cool man dude that's awesome yeah that's really cool way to go say say yeah so that's why i'm the proudest and mike is just walking everywhere so proud of that little guy wait walking uh yeah on his knees and hands uh, i meant crawling. oh yeah you know by walking nice. i meant something completely different well, yeah, I mean, you got to walk before you can walk. So. Uh, yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I love, awesome, love these man. little dudes and I'm proud of them. That's so good. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to tell everybody uh, this this podcast is another one of our mini pods um, where we just kind of we just want to dive kind of quick into just a couple subjects and give a little bit of opinions and maybe some advice to uh, new fathers um, or those expecting to be fathers, what to expect, and uh, kind of just go in really quick and just uh, say our piece and then get out. Um, so hopefully you guys are going to enjoy this episode, and then maybe after the next recording or two, uh, we'll finally be able to do some in-person interviews where we actually have clear audio on my end yeah which would be awesome yeah i can't wait to uh to get over there and throw two mics up yes it's gonna be so much better six feet apart of course of course yeah so when we're thinking about what we should talk about today um i know probably a week or two ago you Mm -hmm. mentioned like a couple things that really stuck out to you um that were helpful during this first 
what three weeks is it yeah three weeks she's almost she's like three and a half weeks right yeah uh next tuesday she'll be four wow Wow. yeah crazy man you're like a you're a veteran now man i don't feel it (laughs) but i feel it (laughs) (laughs) yeah no and so one of the topics you mentioned was um one we kind of brought up earlier was just getting sleep Mm-hmm. And that sounds kind of ironic, having a new baby, <laughs> getting sleep. But tell me, like, what do you do? Because what's your situation right now? Um, right now, it's it's actually, I want to say the last week and a half have been so much better um, for both my wife and I, uh, mainly me, but both my wife and I, because our baby... Um, so for like the first week and a half, uh, definitely the first week, she would not go down um, without she she wouldn't go to sleep if we weren't holding her. So we we tried a whole bunch of things, and it basically it turned into we would just do shifts where one of us was awake holding the baby while the baby was sleeping, and the other one was sleeping. Yeah, I you told me that, and I was like. Oh my gosh, I'm so thankful for sleep training. I'm so happy to be out of that stage. Yeah, it it's not um, not ideal. Uh, there, there actually, I have a really quick funny story about that. Um, so, we actually um, for a while there, we were just trying to sit up in bed, and my my wife would feed the baby, and then she'd wake me up, and then I would sit up. And I would pack like four pillows, three pillows behind my back. Um, so I'm away from like our, our um, headboard. Yeah. And then I put like that little boppy. If, uh, you know, dads know what that is. It's little like horseshoe little, pillow. Yeah. That thing is incredible. I highly recommend that. Yeah. Um, so I would just put the boppy around my, uh, my belly and just uh, put the baby in my arms. And we'd like slide back and forth basically. And that's how we slept for the first couple days. Um, the one thing we didn't like about that was um, in, because we were already in bed, it was harder to stay awake. Um, yeah. Right? That makes sense. But <laughs> <laughs> um, the the thing was I would put a couple pillows behind me so I couldn't rest my head on anything. Um, and I, I would situate myself so like, Basically, I couldn't move with all the pillows around me um, in I case think, I ever nodded off. Yeah. But I obviously, like, did everything I possibly could to not nod off because I'm holding my baby. I don't want to fall asleep. Yeah. Um, but at some point after, it was within the first 72 hours, I think, of us having our baby. Um, that's that's three days for <laughs> Yeah. Oh, thanks. My baby is 72 months. Yeah. Are we going to be one of those? <laughs> That's three no. days for people who don't. Um. <laughs> um, yeah. So what happened was I nodded off, but it was very brief. But since I was situated the way I was, um, my head flew back and smacked the headboard so hard that it, it made this huge crack sound. And uh, it woke up my wife, and she looked over at me, and I just said, sorry, and just started laughing. 
<laughs> because we both knew what happened. Oh yeah. And um that that happened twice. The first time it was just me and I ended up busting up laughing at myself. The second time was the the following night and my wife heard it because it was so loud it woke her up. Um but it never happened again after that. And then um I think it was like maybe a day or two after the second occurrence that we started just sitting in a, a little comfy chair right by our bed. Okay. So that ended up working a lot better for staying awake and whatnot. So um, that that was key. And I, I wasn't getting a lot of sleep. My wife wasn't getting a lot of sleep. And then um, more recently, our baby has actually started to um, sleep for longer periods of time. So we, we're following this one uh, nurse that has like a really cool video series on um, how to care for your babies. And her name's Kara, the nurse. Kara. And her like website, if anyone's curious, um, it's taking care of babies. So it's not naturally... even, it's, it's not even punny time yet, dude. <laughs> exactly, man. This, this is just punny, punny left and right. Um, so obviously since her title had puns, I was like, yeah, we got to listen. <laughs> and that's what we did. And they say in, um, in there, they were saying that the baby should basically however many weeks old your baby is, is how many hours of sleep they will typically get. And that's a kind of good barometer to see where your baby's kind of at, um, kind of sleep wise. Like so in if a your baby, row or? Yeah, in a okay. row. So if your baby's three weeks old, your baby should be getting roughly three hours of sleep. Three weeks of it's, sleep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, gosh. Weeks to hours. Um, um, yeah, so she's in her third week, she was getting right around three hours of sleep. Um, That's awesome. and so she's, she's getting a couple of those. It's maybe two rounds of three hours of sleep. Okay. So that's where we both get asleep. But what I'm learning now is we have a little bassinet that we put the baby in next to our beds because, um, for any like, new dads, it's strongly discouraged to co-sleep with your baby, which is having the baby in the bed with you while you and your wife sleep. Yeah. Um, it's strongly discouraged just because uh, there's there's um, it's more common that the baby is likely to suffocate, have SIDS um, in the sleep, or someone rolls onto the baby or the baby falls off the bed, any of those things. So um, pro tip, uh, get a bastonet. Um, I think that was you and Liz were the ones that showed us yours and we ended up loving that one. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're using that. And what I'm finding is when my wife and the baby actually get to sleep, I'm now awake whenever they're asleep because I'm checking on the baby like every 10, 15, five minutes. Oh yeah. Um, because she makes a little noise and like I get up and I'm just like, okay, are you still is she choking? Like, is she okay? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Did you, did you throw up or did you have like something covering your face, which, um, the way her bassinets, uh, set up, there's absolutely no way something can be covering her face, but I still panic well, about it. Your mind goes there. Worst case yeah. scenario. For... And you know, it's like, have, did Silas or Micah, did, did they do this? Um, when they're sleeping, they like would make all this noise and then just go, silent like absolutely no noise like alani she (laughs) go ahead i don't 
I I'll have to get back to you on that. But okay. <laughs> I feel like there was no silence. It was just a bunch of noise. They were okay. super grunty. Like they'd <clears throat> Yeah. Like all night and you're just like, dude, please be quiet. Dude. Yeah, Alani, uh, she she'll be really grunty, but she has like this like she goes like <laughs> like like those <laughs> little cute noises. Yeah. And then she'll be like <clears throat> and then just quiet. That's kind of scary. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I shoot out of bed and I'm like, "Are you okay?" And then she's like breathing so gently and like so peacefully that I'm like, "Is she alive?" Like <laughs> It goes through yeah. your head. Oh yeah. Um, and um, yeah. So I just basically find myself just like standing over her <laughs> bassinet, just like watching her breathe. Um, I love it, but it also means that I don't sleep while yeah. my wife is sleeping, basically, and our baby's sleeping. But yeah, now it's more like the only times a baby really needs to get up is to eat and to have a diaper change, which are usually around the same time now. Yeah. So. Um, I try sometimes, I don't do it all the time, but, um, I try to get up to do the diaper change. That way my wife gets an extra like five seconds to wake up a little bit to go feed the baby. Um, but I would say more than half the time it's now just Brie getting up to change the diaper and then go feed the baby. And then she goes back to sleep. Yeah. So, but when they're asleep, I'm up. So yeah. it's kind of like I'm getting sleep, kind of. To trade off. Yeah. Yeah. And that's interesting. Well, not interesting. I'm glad you brought up the co sleeping thing because that's pretty scary. And I know for us, we really didn't want to do that. But mm-hmm. there were, I feel like the first couple weeks, I want to say with Silas too, but I know for sure with Micah, we, mm-hmm. we did do that yeah. because, and I would just set up a pillow next to me and mm-hmm. like sleep on my back or with my back t- turned just to make sure that I didn't go that way. But yeah, he was up so much and would sleep. He would, Micah would only sleep on his stomach. So oh and that's the other, that's the other thing. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so we were like, well, we want to be as close as we can to him. So that, that we can hear or feel or I don't know. There's like this mom sense that Liz has, you know, and mm-hmm. um, and she Dude, was really that's... good with with that too. And she's like, she was very confident. She's like, I know I'm not gonna, I I will not roll that way. Yeah. Like it's just not how I sleep or I'm wired. So, and you I know, just, I know a lot of people think that exact same way. Like. That is the mind. I know and people, that's plenty how it of people. happens a lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so that was, once we got out of that stage, like it was legitimately the only way we were going to get sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, every time I think looking back with Silas, we're like, yeah, we won't do that. And then looking back with Micah, oh, we won't do that. And um, But I, I wouldn't recommend it. But our doctor, like, going to like sleeping on the back versus sleeping on the tummy. Like our doctor, like every, everyone recommends sleeping on the back now. Right. Mm-hmm. I think with, yeah. I think with us, when we were babies, it was sleeping on the tummy so that yeah. if they do like spit up, it goes down. 
but now they're right. saying if they spit up and they're on their back, they're they might they're just gonna like swallow it, right? Mm. Like the way that the throat's set up or whatever. Um, you could probably talk more to that. I'm just a dumb business guy. <laughs> but if they're on their tummy, like, and they spit up and it makes like a puddle or pulls up, they could suffocate on it. So I don't know. That was the only way Micah would sleep. And we talked to the doctor and he's like, well, if that's, if that's the only way he sleeps, let him sleep. Like you need the sleep. He needs to sleep. Right. Um, so just kind of feel it out. You're the parent. You, you understand. He gave his advice, right. And his professional opinion, but it was basically like every baby's different. You need to do what you need to do. So, um, definitely yeah. not ideal, but, um, it worked for us. Dude. And yeah, like you said, like, I'm not trying to, uh, put down anybody who does co-sleep because i know a lot of people it's it is like the only way they can sleep and i just know that um so like uh, background for listeners like my wife is a, a social worker for a department of children and family services and um that's like part of her job whenever she's talking to parents um is to advise against it yeah. And just say, hey, don't do it. And I know she has parents to say the baby won't sleep any other way. So it's kind of like uh, if we're going to sleep, this is how we're going to do it because it's the only way we're going to do it. Yeah. Um, but just as long as you're aware of, like, what could potentially happen. And like you said, like, Liz was like, I am not going to roll over. So yeah. it's, like, not even a worry in her head. Yeah. Um, it's just a matter of, like, knowing – how you are and if you can do that um i think it's a it's just a big thing to be mindful of yeah Um, definitely but yeah that was that was a good point dude and you actually i wrote down something for a future episode that i definitely want to talk about okay yeah shoot it to me sweet okay and that's it and we talked about the baby sleeping but what about like i know that you were talking earlier about trading off with brie do you guys nap? Mm-hmm. do you guys nap at all during the day? Um, that first week and a half, absolutely. Okay. Uh, we were napping um, whenever we got a chance, kind of like it would just. It wasn't even. I used to think with Bree specifically that she's always been this anti-napper. Um, she has a lot of FOMO, fear of missing out. Yep. She's a go-getter. And she just wants to go get stuff yeah, done. She always wants to be up and at them. She doesn't want to miss a beat. And napping, I knew, was going to be a challenge for her. But I was wrong because she actually would take naps because you just get so exhausted. at That first week is just, you don't even have to be told. It's just like, I'll watch the baby. You go ahead. It's like, okay. And just within seconds, she'd be knocked out on the couch and I'd be holding the baby. And um, that's just kind of how it went for a while there. I actually had... Uh, my first nap in, yeah, like a, I want to say, I keep saying a week and a half, but I think it's been about a week and a half. I had my first nap yesterday, um, and I hadn't had one for a while before that. Yeah. Uh, just because the the baby sleep schedule has been so much better, and um, now getting you know four to six hours of sleep feels like eight to ten. <laughs> which yeah. I never thought it, yeah. I would say. It's weird. You you need less. Yeah. For sure. And I know like I didn't I can't nap. Like I just 
I think I've had one or two naps that I can remember. And I want to say it was when I was like really sick and just Mm. needed the, needed the rest. But I honestly, it might've even been one during college and I just, I don't know. But, um, I think taking naps whenever you can, I know listed a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. she would nap a little bit with Silas. I don't even remember if she did with Micah, but I feel like get the rest you need because if I don't know, I don't remember, or I don't know if you remember, but after Silas is probably Mm -hmm. like a month and a half after I got this Mm -hmm. weird, like stomach thing. Like my stomach was always unsettled and, um, it really like wrecked. It was weird. Like I just didn't feel good all the time. Um, and it was for a couple months and I think it was due to this like shock to my body of like no, like way less sleep than I needed or thought I needed. Um, and just, I don't know if I just wasn't really taking care of myself or if it was just my body, (coughs) my body, my body trying (laughs) to like, (laughs) I'm a dad now, uh, (laughs) trying to like recover. Right. But it was weird. So just get rest when you can is what I'm trying to do. I think that's solid advice because, and, and listen to your body. Like you said, I, I think it was, you did need it. It was your body trying to say like, Hey, you've been going nonstop. Yeah. I need, I need this like two hours here. I need another yeah. 30 minutes. Um, so yeah, we definitely, definitely were doing that. Um, I'll actually, I'll send you a video. Uh, Brie actually has one of me from that first week. Oh yeah. I was holding, um, no, I wasn't holding the baby. Uh, she was holding the baby, but she recorded me with her phone. I was just sitting on the couch and like all I was trying to do was stay awake. (laughs) Struggling hard. Yeah. My eyelids were just not staying up. Yeah. And I think, I don't know what was happening in that moment, but I knew I I wasn't, I wasn't going to go sleep there. So at that time, so I was awake, but my body was fighting me so bad. I'm sure I eventually took a nap, but head head bobbing and, uh, it was, yeah. And it was just like, I looked drugged man. like, I look like someone who I, I don't know, took sleeping pills. How about yeah. that? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You look um, a lot better right now. I know last time we recorded what, two, two or it might two weeks three ago? weeks ago. Was it right after she was born? Oh, actually. Yeah. We, we were, we were only to, a few days. Yeah, yeah. We were supposed to record last week, I think. Um, yeah. It was only a few days. Yeah. You looked pretty tired pretty zombified yeah yeah i feel a lot better good um and it's it's so it's so cool too just to see how much she's grown but um yeah the sleep the sleep has definitely improved a bit and you're you'd be surprised um not you because you already get this but someone who hasn't gone through it you'll be surprised with uh how how little you need to get back up and at them and then how easy it is to fall back asleep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. You, you need less or you just kind of like your adrenaline kicks in quicker cause you're take you're in charge of, 
you know, a life or two or however many Mm -hmm. kids you have. Um, And the next topic we wanted to talk about too was, um, I think you said just like, as the dad really stepping up and taking charge of like planning meals and figuring out meal time. Yeah. 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 That was a big deal because I mean, let's face it, uh, as dads really, the, we're just the cheerleaders for yeah. the majority of this. Like your wife's doing all the work. She's the one that's, that gave birth to the child. Like, she needs her rest, but she also isn't going to get it because the baby needs the breast milk. The baby needs the attention, the uh, skin to skin. It's it's enough yeah. that your wife is doing more than enough. Um, so for me, it was just taking charge of that kind of what what are we going to eat? And thankfully, uh, friends and family were huge in helping uh, us make sure that we had food covered. Um, I think just for me personally, uh, it was important to just get breakfast um, in order Yeah. because mornings were pretty rough. Um, I think between 4 a.m. and I want to say 7 a.m. was like the hardest for my wife because that's when she felt the sleep deprivation the most. Mm-hmm. So when I would wake up, um, I would get the coffee ready. I'd get all the food ready and then uh, something I kind of got gotten used to a little bit was making all this food, taking it up to my wife, taking the baby and letting my wife eat this hot meal. And then once she finished, I'll take everything away. She takes the baby and then I eat the cold breakfast, (laughs) but that's just kind of what works out. And it's that little sacrifice that just like, I know meant a lot to my wife. Um, And it was, it was just important because we're, we need to comfort our wives as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And um, I just thought that was that was really something that I just kind of, um, I learned quickly. was like, no, this is something I need to take charge of because she's so tired. And yeah, I'm tired too, but just how much she's doing. Yeah. Dude, um, you're going to get me in trouble with Liz. I don't think no. I brought her breakfast in bed. <laughs> Oh, dude, it worked out so well. My my mother-in-law brought us flowers, um, or she actually had flowers in our house because she, she like, fed the dogs and our cat while we were in the hospital. And uh, so there was flowers waiting for us at home. So, like, I snipped a couple of those, like, out of our flower vase and yeah. put them in an even smaller vase and then brought her, like, breakfast in bed. Look what I got times. you, sweetheart. Yeah, I was like, I picked these straight from our countertop. <laughs> and she was like, oh, it's so special. And uh-huh. I got brownie points. That's... And it was all my mother-in-law's work. <laughs> hey, you take what you can get, man. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. No, that's smart. I think, I know we talked about it earlier, like, in another episode, accepting help from others. Yeah. But I like that just as the as the husband, uh just taking charge and like making sure that um, your wife is taken care of too, as she's taking care of um, this new life that's really dependent on her. So, right. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was really cool. Um, and like meal planning or uh, at, even just getting like a shopping list together and um, yeah, taking on that role. Cause I know lists has really been um, my wife has been uh, the one who really, kind of manages if you will that side of things 
um, Mm -hmm. more of the house Mm -hmm. stuff, which has been just a real blessing. But, um, yeah, I think as guys, we could kind of step up if that's not your uh, role normally to kind of fill those shoes and um, make that happen. Yeah. And I think that's an, that's even another good point is just don't be afraid to uh, do something you don't maybe typically do. Mm-hmm. Um, like we, we both love cooking in our house, but, um, but cooking was like a natural thing for me cause I just love to cook. So Same. it was kind yeah. of like my thing, but I mean, if cooking isn't your thing at some point too, the effort means mountains. Um, I know for my wife, like it was huge for her just that I would go that little extra bit just to make her mornings easier, yeah. you know? Especially so in the morning like, when you're like dragging and waking up too. Oh yeah. And you know, you've been up all night like, and you're still waking up for the day. So it's just like you lose track of time yeah. completely. Like the only reason you know it's time to like try to stay awake is because there's the sun is up. Like that was basically how we didn't, we didn't even know what day it was for yeah. a good portion there. Still, still, it's this Friday. morning we we're like yeah yeah we were like is it it's she's like oh we don't have to worry about that because it's it's only thursday i was like ah, it's friday <laughs> it's weird man. but yeah yeah it's a weird yeah. time yeah but it's good it's good um so yeah with that i think do we want to go into punny time let's have some fun uh some blah, 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 blah. How, Do you want to have some fun? What? Uh, <laughs> this is 7.7%. Let's have some fun. I haven't even seen you take time. a sip yet on this FaceTime, man. But you oh. know what? The connection keeps dropping out. So I, I wait till you take them. I wait till you look down so I don't feel <laughs> judged. Hey, what are those three cans back there doing? <laughs> no. um, yeah, punny time. Let's do it. Let's do this. Because I, I have a punny time that's kind of... um. It's it's very cl- it hits close to home because uh, it's a story of mine that I have of when I I pulled off maybe one of my um, my best jokes to an audience of one. Ooh, uh, maybe like maybe it. like th- three people, but only one person actually liked it. Oh, so, that's even better. Um, <laughs> that's that's how you know it's a dad joke. Um, but yeah, this punny time I want to take everybody back to about. Uh, Gosh, it's it had to have been about four years ago when um, Disneyland was doing that like Southern California resident deal mm. where you get you get um, either a Disneyland park or California Adventure or for a little bit more you could purchase both parks and you would get like three days for the price of like one and a half something okay. like that. It was a really good discount and um, my parents and Bree's mom had never been to California Adventure and um, actually we hadn't been there either I don't think prior to this so we wanted we wanted to all go together so we made a weekend out of it and we all went to Disneyland and California Adventure and in California Adventure they have that this little boudin bakery yeah like in San Francisco the sourdough yeah sourdough yeah nice so um, we're walking through and like, it's like a little tour kind of you, you see like, there's like this uh, 
this glass window and there's like breads on mm. the other side and like little machines and like bakers and stuff and you can just watch them make everything and they have little like tidbits on what the different types of breads are and okay. um so this is where the, my story begins is i i walk up to the window and it's it's all of us it's uh, my wife and my mother-in-law uh, my mom my dad and we're we're looking at this one type of sourdough um i think it's a sourdough i think they're all sourdough but uh it was called mother's bread mm. and it had a little um a little info like card about what mother's bread is and i was and i walked up to it and without missing a beat i went ah mother's bread yes um they actually say that it's it's mother's bread because it's actually made with real human breast milk. <laughs> and as I said that, a dad with his two daughters behind me started busting up laughing like uncontrollably. Oh my gosh. It's like, <laughs> like I imagine like Ron Burgundy. Yes. Well, you know why it's called that. <laughs> yeah. And this dad just lost it. I had no idea he was there. I had no idea he was listening, but he was laughing so hard. Oh my gosh. And then fast forward a couple minutes later, um, a lot more people had come in and like, we're kind of shuffling around. And at the other end of the, like, I guess it's a bakery line or tour. Um, there's this baker who's just like kneading all these balls of dough and like, just like going through all this dough. And uh, without missing a beat again, it just I looked at him and I was like, "Ah, oh, yes, um, the baker's window. He he's there twenty four seven. I hear some people say, and uh, uh, he works behind that window nonstop. And when asked for why he does this for a living and what he does for a living and how he does it for a living, he just shrugs and says, "I need the dough." <laughs> And I kid you not, that same dad was on, this time on my left. He was on my right before. He was on the left, and he just started busting up all over again. And he was like, "This guy needs to be in comedy." <laughs> and so that th I just wanted to say thank you to that one dad. You know, because I, that no one dad, in my family laughed at that except him, and he's not in my family. <laughs> you know, the chances are that he's listening are pretty high. So we just like to say thank you, Dad. Thank you, Dad, for uh, appreciating that joke, those jokes, um, especially that punny one at the end. It was very. Um, he, he made me feel like you know, I had some some uh, substance to my material there. <laughs> I thought it. I thought it was really good. Thanks, man. Uh, the mother's bread one was probably the best one like he he couldn't stop laughing after that but the second one he he laughed almost as hard <laughs> and he was just like shaking his head and just walking out of the factory still remember that man that was like four years ago hey it's where dreams come true man that's right thanks thanks disneyland yeah. <laughs> right on oh, man. man. well i think if we go any longer it's not gonna be a mini podcast We're okay let's almost do it 40 40 minutes right now so maybe For it's not a mini <laughs> who knows <laughs> yeah there we go but we're in charge of this so this is a mini pod yeah our so. manager said that this is a mini pod so yeah um manager austin and ryan 
Hey, thank you so much for listening to Welcome to Fatherhood. Please rate and subscribe wherever you listen. Add us on Instagram and Twitter to keep the conversation going. And let's become better fathers together. See you later. Thanks, guys.